This is Gemarim Subis Dav Chav Gimel, and we're holding on the bottom of Chav Beis Amid Beis, three lines from the bottom, as we continue the discussion of the believability, the Amonis of Edim, particularly when we have a contradiction between two Edim, and more specifically with regard to the Amonis regarding a woman's marital status, whether she's married, divorced, etc. So says the Gemara, three lines from the bottom of Chav Beis Amid Beis, Tanu Rabbanan, Shnayim Oymim Niskacho, Shnayim Oymim Loy Niskacho, Two people say this woman got married, and two people say this woman did not get married. She's not to get married. But in this case, she doesn't get divorced. Next case, two people say she got divorced, and two people say she did not get divorced. Again, she should not get married. But in this case, so it's a difference. Let's point out the difference. Why two people saying married or not? Don't get married. But if you do, you do not have to get divorced. Two people say divorce. Two people say don't divorce. Don't get married. If you get married, Tate say you have to get divorced. So we turn over to today's Zav of Chav Kimel and Aleph and ask the Gemara who we just pointed out. Maishra Reisha Maishna Seifa. What's the difference between the two cases? Amar Abayah explains Abayah Tirgama Be'id Echad. Learn that the cases are referring specifically to a contradiction between eight Echads. Not two verses two, but one versus one. So what are they both ostensibly saying? We read into their words. They're both admitting They're both admitting that she is a Penua, Penuya, excuse me, they're both admitting that she is an unmarried woman. One says she got married, one says she didn't get married. That's one person. Again, very similar to what we spoke about yesterday. Let's see the contrast, and then we'll speak it out outside. But in the next case, one woman says she's divorced. Not one woman, excuse me. One eight says she's divorced, one eight says not. They're both saying she was married. The one that's saying that she's divorced is a singular witness arguing with two that said she is married. That is the reason why even if she gets married, she has to get divorced. Again, let's just explain this one more time. We have one versus one, not two versus two. One versus one. So when two people come into Bazin, one says she got married, one says she does not get married. What are they both agreeing? They're agreeing that she was a single girl. So it's Kilu it's as if two people said we have a single woman in front of us and that one says but wait she got married so that one is one person arguing with two people therefore it's one versus two and therefore what do we believe the two that say she's single and therefore she's not allowed to get married but if she gets married she could stay married but in the next case one says she is divorced one says she is not divorced what are they both saying deeper in their words that she was married. Very good. And therefore, two people are ostensibly saying she's married. One saying she got divorced. This one is meaningless and null and void in the face of two. The two that said that she is married. Could she get married now? No. If she got married, does she have to get divorced? Yes. Why? Because that one is nothing versus two. And therefore, we assume that she has the status of a married woman. Answer number one. How to explain the answer. Rabbiya had to explain the Braisa. Ravashi Amar Loilam Trey Utrey. Says Ravashi Ravashi. No. Really, both the case of Kedushin and the case of Gerishin is two versus two. Ve'epoch, and says Ravashi, switch it around. Switch it around as follows. Switch it around, and now he explains. Shnai Maimari Inuam. 
Two people say we saw her get married. Two people say we did not see her get married. And if she gets married, she has to get a divorce. So Ravashi is switching it. A moment ago, we said that in the case of Kedushin, if she got married, she could stay married. Says Ravashi, no. In the case of Kedushin, if she got married, she must get divorced. But Ravashi explains a bit deeper what is the fight between these two verses too. It's not simply if she got married. Two are saying we saw her get married, and two say we did not see her to get married. Asks the Gemara the basic and obvious question, Pshita! Ravashi, it's obvious, that when someone says, we did not say, that's meaningless. I didn't see her get married. There's another 23 hours and 59 minutes to the day that maybe she got married and you didn't see her. So the fact that you didn't see, what does that prove us? So what is the Chiddush according to Ravashi? Explains the Gemara, you know what the Chiddush is? They live in one courtyard. So I would have thought if she actually got married, there should be a call, there should be a public knowledge, someone on your block, someone in your courtyard, your neighbor got married, everyone should know about it. So if you are saying you don't know about it, maybe that's a real good edos. There is a concept that people get married in private and therefore... Even though two Adam are saying we did not see her get married. And the Chiddush again is that it's your neighbor, it's in your courtyard, so maybe their words have some veracity and believability, says the Gemara, absolutely not. Because people get married with sinna. Now Ravashi continues to explain, Seifa, what was the second case? Two people say we saw her got divorced, two people say we did not see her get divorced, and they say so. Again, Ravashi is switching it. The case of Gerish and the case of divorce, don't get married, but if you do, you do not have to get divorced. Says the Gemara, my Kamashlan, what's the Chiddush of this case? Again, is the Chiddush that even though they lived in one courtyard and still we believe, we still, it's not, we still, we say that our words are not necessarily believed, even though, if you lived in the same courtyard, you should have known. Ask the Gemara, I knew ask, that's the same thing as the first case, why they're different din. Explains the Gemara, I understand, you want to make a low key, tone down wedding, you do it in the basement, I understand. Are you going to tell me a divorce? Everyone finds out about a divorce, you're telling me you kept it quiet. Kamash Malon, yes! There are good people in this world, Baruch Hashem. It does exist. Says the Gemara, continuing into the two dots, about five lines from the wide lines. So the Mishnah continued that if once she gets married, then Edim come, then the Allah is, she does not have to get divorced. And obviously the question as always is, what does this statement talk about? Is this statement talking to the first part of the Mishnah or is this statement talking to the second part of the Mishnah? Says the Gemara, Rabbi Aisha learned it on the Reisha. What was the Reisha where a woman says, I was married, but I got divorced. And Rabbi Baravin said, it's all about the Seifa. What was the Seifa? Says she was captured, but I am pure. Again, Reisha, she says, both two cases of Pesha Alsar. Reisha, she says, I was married, now I'm divorced. Seifa, she says, I was captured, but I'm pure. The captives didn't do anything to me. Explains the Gemara, man, the Masla, Reisha, in the case of marriage, Kolshke, not Seifa. Certainly on the Seifa. Why? What's the Kolshke? What's the bigger novelty? 
I'm saying, why is it partially excuse me? Because we're more lenient by a captive, a special kula. The one who said it's about the capture, but he did not learn that the same halacha will apply to the ratio, will not apply to the case of marriage. So according to Rabbi bar that this din, that if Adam come in, she's no longer believed, then it says the Gemara that is only going on the Seifa, but it would not apply to the Reisha. Asks the Gemara tying together yesterday's daf, Lema bidravuna hamnuna kamifligi. It sounds like Rav Aishia and Rav Baravin are arguing whether they hold off Rav Hamnuna. What did Rav Hamnuna say? Rav Hamnuna said that if a woman has the chutzpah, if a woman has the audacity to say in front of her husband, you divorce me, she's automatically believed. So says the Gemara, maybe this machlik is Rav Aishia and Rav Baravin is indeed arguing whether they agree with the prayer of Rav Hamnuna. Demand the Masla Arisha going to Rav Aisha is late Rav Hamnuna. He holds of Rav Hamnuna. He holds that a woman would have a believability to say I'm divorced in front of her husband. Maybe argues Rav Hamnuna. Maybe says there's no believability to a woman to say necessarily she's divorced. The Svar of Chutzpah does not apply. Answers the Gemara Loi. No, that is not their debate. The Kuliyam is like Rav Hamnuna and everyone agrees. So what's the Machlaik is Rav and Rabbi Ravuna over here, Rabbi Ravuna, excuse me, over here, Vachabal Kamifli, the Maris of a kid with Ravuna Bifanov, like we pointed out yesterday. The Dean of Ravamnuna specifically in front of her husband, a special halacha that if you have the chutzpah in front of the man that you were married to to say, you divorced me, must be you're telling the truth. If you're not in front of your husband, you have the chutzpah, do whatever you want. He's not here. Whereas the other opinion, Rav holds, not in front of him, you would not have the chuzpah to say that he divorced you. So the Gemara wanted to suggest that maybe the machlekes is up to Rav Hanuna, and the Gemara says no. And now we continue to the final din of the Mishnah, that if once they get married, witnesses come. The Mishnah doesn't mean after they get married, then witnesses come. Once Bezdin brings that gavel, and says you're allowed to get married, that's what the Mishnah means. That once there's a permissibility for her to get married, if Adam then come, then we do not believe the Adam. And she does not have to get divorced. Even though she didn't actually get married, the permissibility is enough. Ask the Gemara of Aloytetze Gadani. Aloytetze sounds like they're married. Says the Gemara Aloytetze Meitei Arisha just means they don't have to leave from the original heter that they were given. Tanarabonon on a similar note. Amr Nishvesi v'tairani v'ishla edim shatairani. A woman says I was captured, kept it, captured, captured, and I am tar, and I have edim that I am tar. Ain oimrim. We do not say namte natchiyavai edim. We don't say okay, bring those edim. No. We permit her right away. We permit her right away. If they already allowed her to get married, and they said, I have no clue what she's talking about. She does not have to leave her husband. But if Adim come and said that she actually was Mizane, or I should say that the captors did something with her, I feel you should come upon him, Then even if there are many children, it's too late. They know that she was Mizane. She cannot be married. We're talking about a Kayin right now. So again, we just have a little bit more 
more of an elaboration of exactly what we're discussing over here, that the Chiddush of the Mishta is that once they allowed her to get married, that's what we're talking about. She doesn't actually have to get married. But Chiddush number two is that we only allow her to stay married after Edim come if the Edim did not actually say that she was, that uh, the captors were Ma'anes, her, that they slept with her. If the Edim said they were Metame her, then even if she's married to the Kain and 20 years later with lots of kids, it's irrelevant. She's not allowed to stay married because she was Tame. Now we have some stories on a similar vein. Honey Yusad Aslan Arda. They were captured a woman that came to Narda, also Abu the Shmuel. The father of Shmuel came and said, Itirubadayu, put guards, have guards watch over them to make sure that the captors don't violate them. Shmuel says to his father, I understand. Now you're giving them guards? What happened until now? So his father said, If they were your daughters, would you say such a thing? What do you mean? What about till now? Let's deal with what's now. Why are you assuming something happened? So his father said to Shmuel, You have to be so careful with your words. If it was your daughters, what happened? Says the Gemara, It was like an arrow that came from the ruler that came out of the mouth of the father of Shmuel. And what happened? Shmuel and the daughters of Shmuel were captured. And they were taken up to Eretz Yisrael. And you know what the daughters did? They made their captors stay outside. They snuck away. And the two daughters of Shmuel came into the base Medjashah. And they said, we were captured. Captured, excuse me, by captors. We were captured, but we are tar. And other girls said the same thing. We are captured, but we are tar. Sharnu, Sharinu. They said your mother, like we saw in the Mishnah, Pesha Asar Pesha You said you're captured. You said your mother. You have an Ammon. Saif Alu Asu Shavinu. Saif attended the story. What happened? That the captured Kedim, Amar Rav Chanina, Benon de Muryanino, and these must have been, says Rav Chanina, these must have been the children of someone who knows a lot of Tyre, de Murnina, and Alachik, Alachik, Apaisik. Meaning, because these girls knew what to do. They knew to come in before the captures came in. They knew to come in and to say, to make the Pesha Asar. They found out that it was the daughters of Marshmuel Avon. Amrle, and that's the end of story number one, as we see, as we see that, that we see that there's a believability if a girl comes in on her own. Excuse me, not the end of the story. Amr Ali Rav Chanina, Rav Shem Bar Abbas, Rav Chanina, who was his bezin that allowed them to get married, says Rav Chanina to Rav Shem Bar Abu, who was there, Paik, go out, it tabal bekravasech. And so Rav Chanina says to Rav Shem Bar Abba, go and marry one of these girls, you're related to them, go marry them. What do you mean? But there are Edim. There are Edim somewhere. How am I allowed to go and marry them? Explains the Gemara. Rav Chanina, Hashdemil, Esnayu, Kaman. Edim are not here right now. Edim, Mitzad, Aston, Vetiatzar. We're going to make so and also because there might be Edim somewhere else. No. Right now, they're believed the Pesha Asar, Pesha Yitzhar, you're allowed to go and marry them. Explains the Gemara, time of the loss of Edim. Has Edim Mistera. It sounds like the only reason why they're believed is because the Edim didn't actually come to Bezdin. But let's say the Edim actually came, they'd be forbidden. Ask the Gemara of Amar Abu Adishmol, Kimashetir Ali Nasei, Afal Pishloi Nisais. We said once they allowed them to get married. So why are you telling me that if Edim come in, it would be a problem? No, the concern over here is that if they were Edim, they were actually 
were metame them, then they would be believed even after they got married. And we turn over to Chavkimla Mebez, excuse me, and we continue with the Mishnah. More cases on Nishbesi Utahirani. Says the Mishnah. Now we move on. The previous Mishnah was Pashasa, Pashetir. People giving interest about themselves. Now the Mishnah discusses what about giving interest about someone else? But someone else that's within your predicament, let's see. Says the Mishnah, two women are captured. One says, Each one says, I'm captured and I'm pure. Ain't they nemanis? You have no Why not? Look at the top Rashi. Rashi says, because we're discussing a case that there were Edom. There were witnesses that they were captured. So you don't have your Pesha Asar. You're not the one that started the case. So you're not believed. But if each one testifies about the other one, as Rashi points out in the second line, each one says, my friend is star, not just testifying about themselves, then they are indeed believed. Says the Gemara Tanarabonan. And now we're going to have four different cases as the Gemara will elaborate, so let's number them one, two, three, and four. Case number one. Again, we're now four cases of a person saying something about themselves and the other person, and the other person saying nothing. So, case number one: a woman says, "I am Tame, my friend is Tahar. What's Allah Nemenis? She's believed. Number two: Ani and of course, the Gemara is going to explain each and every case. So four different cases. Now we're going to delve one by one and figure out what is going on over here. Omar Mar. Again, we're about eight lines down, nine lines down. The first one line is Ani. Omar Mar. Case number one. Ani Excuse me. This is not case number one. This is case number Two. Very important. Case number two. Ani Tahira Bechavarti Tameya. I am Tahira, my friend is Tamei. Ainanemanis. She's not believed. Hey, Chidami, what's the case, says the Gemara, that she's not believed to say that herself is Tahira and her friend is Tamei? If there are no witnesses, why is she not believed on herself that she's Tahira? Pesha Aser Pesha Eter. Nishbesi Utaira Nikamra. What's she saying? She's saying Pasha Asar Pashetra. I was captured and I'm done. So it can't be that there are no Adim. Elubshita, what must this case be? It must be that there are Adim saying that they were captured. And therefore, so case number two, we're saying. There are Adim. And what did she say? I'm Tar. And my friend is Tameh. She's not believed. Look at case number three. We're both Tameh. Says the Gemara, one second. Let's continue this train of thought. You just proved to me that there are Adim. Am I alone So if there are Adim, what is the reason why she is believed on herself? If there were Adim, she does not have a Peshasar. El Abshita, what must case number three be? The lack of Adim. So again, case number two, there were Adim. Case number three, there are no Adim. Ema Seifa, now we go to case number four. Aniva Chavarti Tahira, Nemanasal Chavarta, Nemanasal Atma. Says the Gemara, one second. Vidalak Adim, Atma, Milo, Mehemna. If there are no Adim, why is he not believed on himself? El Abshita, the Ik Adim. So what's the end of the math? Says the Gemara, Resha Viseifa, case two and case four. The Ika Edim. Mitiyasa case 3. Delaka Edim. Amar Abaya. You better believe it. In. 
So the way that Abaya learns this Raisa, again, we have four cases, we're honing in now on two, three, and four. Raisa and Seifa, two and four, Deikeidim, and Mitziasa, case three is the Lekha. Excuse me. Raisa and Seifa, Deikeidim, yes, and Mitziasa, the Lekha Eidim. That is the answer of Abaya. Rav Papa comes along with a different way of explaining the Raisa. Kula dikeidim. The entire brisa is edim. Veika eid echad kaapech. There's edim, and there's an eid echad who is arguing always on what the woman says. Now says Rav Papa, let's delve into the brisa one by one. Amrani tamei chavarti ta'ira. This is case number one. Again, Abai only dealt with two, three, and four. Reisha mitziasa seifa. Rav Papa now is going all the way back to case number one. So case number one, ani tamei chavarti ta'ira. This is what Rabbah is changing. He's introducing an Eirechad. says, At Tahira. Whatever you say, the Eirechad says the opposite. So she says, I am Tameh, my friend is Tar. The Eirechad says, You are Tar, and your friend is Tameh. So what's the Allah? Ihi on herself. She's saying herself is Tameh. You have always the power to make yourself Aser. You're saying, I'm Aser. You're making yourself a Chaticha piece of Aser. Therefore, you believed on that. Chaverta on your friend, your friend as well is believed through your word, even though it's contradicted by one Edim. Still, these are one of the unique cases as we've seen that an Edachan is believed. So even though you're saying one thing and Edachan is saying one thing, it's one versus one, and you are believed that case number one. Case number two, says Rapapa. What's Allah? Regarding yourself, regarding yourself, since there are witnesses testifying, she can't say about herself that she is pure. We just said a moment ago, one versus one, there's a believability in that monist, that's regarding someone else. Regarding yourself, you're not believed. Like we just said, your friend is believed in the mouth of one, so you believed about your friend. Case number three. my friend, So, regarding yourself, again, regarding your Yourself, you said you're Tommy Sirasa. Chaverto, with regard to your friend, Mishtar Yabumadein, the eight says the tar, so the star says the Gemara, Ha Sulamali. So, why do we need the fourth case? Hi, new Risha. Excuse me. Why do we need the third case? It is the same thing as the Risha. Answers the Gemara, Maud the Temanu Tarvayu Tahiris Nenu. Really, the both tar. And why did she say that we're both Tomei? Thomas Nafshi and Palishtimi, you know why? Because she felt that I mean, died with the Palishtins. She thought to make herself usher, make her friend usher, in order to give it believability. Basically, she was gonna, you know, she was gonna drown with the ship. If they're gonna suffer, I'm gonna suffer with them. So Kamash Malan, that is the Chiddush that we accept, that which she said about herself. And now, the case number four, She says, And the Eidachah says, Regarding yourself, there's an Eid arguing, she has no power. But her friend is believed on her mouth. 
Again, Asulamli, why do we need case number four? I knew Reisha, the Reisha. Same thing as case number one. Maybe you're only believed on your friend when you also say yourself is Basel. When you're saying yourself is Kasher, maybe you're not believed. Kamash Malan, so that's the Chiddush, that even in a case that you're saying that yourself is kosher, you're still believed about the other person. Two different ways, your Papa and Abaya, Abaya, two different ways, Abaya saying Reisha Vesefa are different than the Mitiasa, two and four are different than case three. Rabbapa explaining differently that the, all four cases have to do that there's an Eid Echad, and that's how Rabbapa explains all four cases. We'll pick it up from the Mishnah, Mir Tashem, in the next year.